0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the podcast Play on K with Emily and Raquel. And this week we're talking about the final four episodes! It's the end! We finally made it! Uh. We're excited because we want to start a new K-drama. Yeah, I would not recommend rewatching a K-drama if you love them as much as us. Yeah, maybe like I don't know, maybe other people have a lot more patience for it, but all we have done is wanted to get into get into more. Yeah, new stuff. Yeah. And stop rewatching stuff. It's yeah. that painful last four episode stretch as well, where they keep Doing the get-together, break-apart, get-together, break-apart, <laughs> throw in the drama. Yeah, like packed full, overwhelming to to an extent. And I, it's weird because it's packed full, but we kept on stopping and saying like, oh, how are they going to fill four more episodes? How are they going to fill three more episodes? Because it feels done Yeah. every ten minutes. You're like, this is it. This is as this dramatic is as end. it can get. And then they keep going. <laughs> You're wrong. That You're is not wrong. as dramatic as it can get. I guess, yeah, I would not recommend wa- rewatching your favorite K-drama, but also I have a really terrible memory, so <laughs> it was fine. I just did not know how they were going to clean it all up because I right? had forgotten everything like, that they go oh, through. Oh, yeah, that thing. That thing happened. Oh, man. I just want them to get together already because I'm done. Yeah, let's just watch the other ones. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we're excited. We manage in every episode. I feel like a major theme for us in each episode of our podcast has been to make people think we don't like this (laughs) gay drama very much. Or a podcast, maybe? I don't know. We love all of it. We do, every moment. But we're just, we want more. We're selfish gluttons, so. So we're ready to move on from W. Because we love it so much, and we want to watch other K-dramas so much. Yep, we're we're ready. So we can, I guess, jump into it. Our final episode of W. Woo! Yeah! So, episode 13! So much crime exposition, so little time. I just feel like, like we talked about last time, those last four episodes, like, in episode 12, it felt like it had ended, you know? Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden they were like... We're building a new crime <laughs> and we're doing it in a really short amount of time. Yeah. Are you ready? No, we weren't. No one was ready for that. So Kangcho leaves requests in his will to um, um to look at the phone records between Hanchulho Ho and the culprit. Yeah. So he's like, can't leave the comic book world alone. Has to throw the antagonists right under the bus. First mistake. S- sort of. <laughs> sort of. It keeps the story going, which is n- not good in the comic book world, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Who I don't knows? know. I guess it was just, it could have ended for me with his fake death and left the comic book world to their, th- own, devices. To their own devices. Just released Do-Yoon from his, his all of his responsibilities, babysitting Everything King Chul does. <laughs> it could have, but it did not. No. I guess Oyunju's oh dad was stuck in there, so maybe that was part of it. That's fair, that's fair. I don't know. So he's trying to get Han ho thrown in prison by showing that he had contact with the culprit. And then he does not succeed. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> to the whole show. Sorry- if you didn't watch the these last four episodes, maybe do that? <laughs> oh man, if you haven't learned by this point in the podcast that th- what we do is tell you the entire episodes of the K-Drama, then I can't even be responsible anymore. Yeah, there's no such thing as a spoiler alert on this show. They're all spoilers. Please just Every come moment. at your own risk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, he does not succeed in putting him in prison, but he does get him stressed out enough that he starts asking questions, mm-hmm. and starts uh, starts discovering things he never should have known. No. And the culprit gets his own name and his own identity. I didn't write it down, because I didn't want another name to remember. Yeah, I, so I, I'm not gonna lie, I was counting on you to do that, because <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> I honestly was so done with memorizing all of these names. We've done- I I am not above patting myself on the back, and patting you on the back. We have done a commendable-ish job. We remember them, but at this point, 90% of our editing is editing out the pause before we actually remember <laughs> everyone's names. We're a mess. There's a significant <laughs> pause. Every time. Yeah, every time we have to remember yeah. someone's we name. We actually have to go back through all of these podcasts simply because we cannot do this without editing. We are not above editing that out. Yet yeah, there's a big pause. So we remember their names in a sort of way, but I did not care. He will always be the culprit. The culprit or, like, the it. villain dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. another one for me. And then, like, uh, yeah, the the other villain. Who I think maybe... Do you know the, the attorney? Uh, Han Chul Ho. Ah, you do know his. Yeah, I do know him Not really doing better. He, he has me. a big role in these last four episodes. He does. So I decided to write it down. Again, big pause before any time I say it. Because I will never just remember it. It won't sound like it. Right now, <laughs> what you're listening to? Post-editing. Post-editing. The beauty of audacity. So Oyunju goes back to work, and oh, that's when she imagines the perfect ending. That's That was her first mistake. Oh my gosh. It was so hard for me to follow what was happening when she decides that the comic book ends. We had to, I mean, like, I knew that it was just her little dream world. I forgot that it goes on for, like, a long time. Like, she is in it. Mm -hmm. She orders that coffee or like well no they're going to coffee and i'm just like all right i'm ready for you guys to like have your little date let's oh let's yeah. see it happen
1: she, and she's
0: like walking to get coffee uh-huh. and that's when she has it and i'm like oh this is a lot it took me for it yeah it, it took me for a loop because i did not follow very well yeah it doesn't help that every time we get a peek inside her brain i get a little mad at her Because I like her so much, up until the points when she, like, stops to allow herself to imagine the perfect world. Because her perfect world is always nauseating. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you remember the ball? Yes. (laughs) Never forget. Never forget. And this was, like, not quite as bad as the ball. It wasn't quite as, like, you've got to be kidding me. Right, no. But it was... It was really perfect and really neatly tied up and really long so long so long that i thought we had just gone to a different scene and that was what was happening in the comic book world. and then it's hard cuz we've seen the show before so it was like what is happening i don't remember this being part of any ending yeah i know there's such a long ending to this show so where is this one and why did it not happen yeah cuz it's so much easier than what happens so yeah we we bounce back from that and she gets in iced americano <laughs> so cute so good um oh and they're getting coffee and mad dog appears <gasps> that is the best part so good oh my gosh i will forever love mad dog he's the best he's the best and <laughs> he goes on a rant about how oh Yun-joo in the comic book is a cess idiot woman that is my new favorite insult it's like Weirdly innocent, like Mm -hmm. not vulgar at all, but so cruel. Yeah, I don't think I've it cesspool woman, idiot. It cuts deep, cess idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, it hurts feelings. It does. I love him. (laughs) I love that he is just like a just a snake. He is so mean, Mm -hmm. and for some reason, it is so appealing to me. I might be a psychopath. That's fair, but he's everything I want this podcast to be. Right? If only we were as clever as Mad Dog. Mm -hmm. And, like, ranty, but, like, I like his rants, because they're so weird. Yeah. I I secretly hope that most of our listeners don't listen to these first four episodes and never watch W so that I can just steal (laughs) Mad Dog's insults. Just become. (laughs) Instead of having to become clever, I have to become Mad Dog. Yep, same. I'll just, I will recycle personalities. It's fine. It's fine. So yeah, he meets King Cho and King Chul says he made these business cards for fun. Oh my god. And that moment, I'm just like, you're the least believable person. <laughs> but I'm like, I was a little okay with it as well, because she was obviously panicking, and it's yeah. funny. Like, it's a little bit like, oh yeah, look a lot like King Cho. Yeah, these joke cards made, and Mad Dog's into it, Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah. If he laughs, then, then I laugh. And apparently so does uh, Yeonju. She also laughs. Yeah. <laughs> she panic laughs. Panic laughs and still drags Mad Dog away. Yep. Please let me order you a drink, please. That's a really good distraction. Yeah. If that got me coffee, I would become a much more annoying person. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. it's a chat and chew method by Mad dog, <laughs> yeah. um, and then oh Yeon-ju's dad wakes up, oh song, yeah, and so she creepy, so they have to go like right that's when they're kind of like,- wh- I just remember at one point, King Chol is this before or after King Chol is going to the hotel? Do I honestly have no idea the, the hotel <laughs> that's when he sees soho, oh yeah. Okay, why did I take so many notes on what Kang-Chul wears (laughs) and not on what happens in the actual story? Because his fashion in this episode... I mean, let's be honest about what we're doing here. Fashion is going to be a huge appearance (laughs) in every episode. Because we're obsessed with how these incredible K-drama... Character's dress. Yeah, a good half of my notes were wasted on appearances <laughs> storyline, so I'm sorry. That I and then I was not just, I, of every, the time, line. every time you were writing something, I just assumed you were writing down a piece of the storyline, so I was like, Em's got this. <laughs> I won't worry about it, so I'm just irresponsible. I think I'm more irresponsible, I'm so sorry. No, I have no idea when you met Sophie. No idea. But anyway, that's a thing. He pulls Sohui into the real world. By just imagining her. He's so powerful. He's too powerful for this world. He is not responsible enough to have that kind of power. It's also powerful and irresponsible. Yep. So he's driving along and pulls Sohui into the, the real world. Kind of freaks her out to yeah, see she's her best friend alive. Who's supposed to be very dead. Mm-hmm. Like, confirmed DNA evidence shows. I think that's even a couple months for her. Yeah, like, she's... She's living in real life. Accepted it. Yeah. Poor girl. That's rough. So, yeah, she gets pulled in. I don't even think... Like, he's obviously shocked. I don't even think he realizes that's what happened, though. He's just, like, tripping at this point. Mm-hmm. Everyone is. Because that's. You're right. That's the next part. Because that one is when he goes. Kangcho goes into the comic to meet Do Yoon. And. He's trying to wrap it all up. Yeah. Tie up those loose ends. I am just relying on memory here because I just wrote a bunch about Do Yoon's cool outfit. Oh, <laughs> uh, his outfit looks so nice. I think he always looks so nice, though. Biased opinion. But, like, now he's not working, and he still looks sharp. Right. Like, he's still got that suit jacket, but now he's got those ripped skinny jeans instead of, like, a nice suit pant. So edgy. So edgy. But so classy. Oh, Such a cool outfit. I wrote so much about it. I just... It... He looks, he could wear anything. He could wear a garbage bag, and I would be like, looking good, do you?" <laughs> but he does, that is an especially nice outfit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I wrote so much about it, because they just have a really simple conversation. <laughs> He's wearing that, and King Charles wearing that black studded shirt that he wears for quite some time yep, like they do for some reason they always wear the clothes I'm most likely to make fun of <laughs> the longest it's really silly but really cool looking on him it does look nice on everything him. that King Chil wears so silly but so good looking on him yeah it's like when you walk into a mall and you see a mannequin wearing something ridiculous and you're like yeah it looks fine on the mannequin I know I couldn't wear that. I know I couldn't wear that, but Kang Chul is a living mannequin. Yep. Too beautiful to fail. So good. What? Too beautiful to fail fashion. Oh, and then... No, I'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> I it can wait. Out. Don't worry. It will be part <laughs> of the podcast. I promise. Oh, doesn't... So, we skip this. When Ohyanju's dad wakes up, it's the culprit that finds him and wakes him up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and But she has no clue. She's just excited because she walks into the house and she's, like, looking for Subang, who has heart disease now. Now he has heart disease. Because his life is so cruel to him. And he cannot <laughs> physically handle the stressors that he has been put under for this the poor man. I feel so bad. Because he's such a consistently wonderful person. Yeah. And... Subong is life itself. And he's dying. And he's dying. <laughs> of heart disease. Oh, man. He's like 30 something. This poor kid. He does not deserve that. No. So he's at the hospital, and she walks in, and her dad's woken up, and he's like, What's up? And she's like, Hi, dad. Wow. So excited to see him, letting him know everything about what they're working on to end the comic, what their plans are. She's such a fool. I'm a fool, because it's not her dad. It's, it's the, the culprit. culprit. Ah, and the culprit uh, found out. I don't know. I don't know if he woke up her dad or what's what's going on with her dad, her real dad. But he's at the tablet working for the culprit. Yeah. Still no face? Still no face. Yeah. Still a faceless guy. Still a faceless creepo. <laughs> Still uh-huh. a, just a sad faceless cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. He is a cockroach. So the culprit drags Oh Yun-Joo into the comic, right? And um, forces real dad to draw like a car and a cell phone and another tablet. And at this point, I'm just surprised... Oh Yunju has any sanity left. Because she essentially has once again almost been murdered by her own father, essentially. Yeah. Oh, man. How is she still standing? I do not know. She's kidnapped by her own father. She, I mean, she's like three episodes away from a mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Approximately. This poor girl. Yeah, so she's she's dragged away and uh, Faceless Cockroach Slave Dad is doing some work Mm -hmm. and it's quite the work that he is doing so anxiety inducing It's, It's rough to watch him be this sad slave man with no personality or say in his life and he's just working for the culprit Yep, doing, like setting up his win, essentially. Like yeah. he destroys the tablet in this episode, is that right? Yeah. Uh so after he sets up the culprit's perfect escape. He destroys his daughter and King Troll's escape. Yep. From the comic. Book. He- For some reason he has no will. That's something I don't know if I will ever understand. I guess it's just a thing. Like yeah. it's just a thing we accept now. I'm fine with it because he doesn't have a face, so if he doesn't have a will, that's okay. Yeah, I guess it's not too out there. I think maybe if we were drawing lines, we should have drawn it at the face. Yeah. It's just that hard thing where you're like, is he making the decision to keep his face instead of his daughter? Where that's, that's a no coming back point of, I decided to let you die. Because I wanted my face back. I was. So I just assume yeah. he's lost any will, yeah. Because yeah. he obviously cares for Yeonju, even though... Yeah, definitely he, more than himself. Yeah. So you have to assume the culprit's kind of controlling him a little bit. Yeah. In ways that you can't see. So anyway, they end up in a warehouse in King Chol is on the hunt trying to figure out where his wife has gone cuz i how does he get clued in to everything going down i don't remember i don't even freaking know but he finds out that she's in the com- maybe Su Bong tells him oh cuz he comes back or is in the real world or yeah maybe after talking to Do yoon he comes back to the Man, real world we we Man. i swear we watched this <laughs> Jeebreez, you guys know, you saw the episode, yeah. you know how Kim told finds out. Anyway, he found out. Anyway. Long story short, and he is on the hunt for his wife. Yeah. And he goes to Han Chul Ho's office and beats him. I hate watching him fight. It's weird because I usually really like fight scenes. Like, yeah. I think they're often, like, really, really. Intense and I like watching how they choreograph fight scenes and stuff, but there's no beautiful, there's none of that here. It is just him like full body swinging his fist out and around, Mm -hmm. and it I don't know, it just makes me nervous. No finesse. He's an American style fighter. Yeah, he's just bludgeoning. Yeah. for the power. Yeah, it, that it does remind me a little bit of like watching fights in high school. I'm not gonna lie, mm. didn't see a whole lot, but the ones I did see, it was a it was bludgeoning, <laughs> like that. Killed lived on the other side of the track. <laughs> Apparently, in like small town Utah, <laughs> like the safest place to grow up. I guess that's where you get those small town fist fights. Yeah. What else are we going to do? What else are you going to do? So, yeah, they, they fight, and I don't remember what happens. Oh, yeah, he just finds out where his wife is and, like, goes to her. Oh, my gosh, and then they have, like, the most reckless Fast and the Furious gunfight. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's really intense and really cool, but watching it that that second time... It's it was so foolish. It's just too it, much. It just it almost it's just so counterproductive to decide to speed at each other in a head on collision. Yeah. I guess like I don't a- know what I would do though if I was faced with like someone who probably had just killed my wife. Mm. My wife my very theoretical <laughs> <laughs> Putting myself very deeply into King Joe's shoes. I the wife. <laughs> it's safe for everybody, just so you know. <laughs> Oh, man. Because not not married. No. And she's straight, so, like, <laughs> this is deep. Yeah, so I'm, I just, I'm so good at empathizing, apparently. <laughs> Especially with KC, a yeah. boy. M- my main man, the man I have obviously thrown so many bones to <laughs> over the course of this podcast. Uh-huh. Truly dedicated to him. Yep. Anyway, I guess putting myself in King Charles' shoes, it's like, I don't know. Maybe I would feel like the right thing to do would be to go, like, head-on collision, guns blazing into another car. I just feel like that's a difficult-to-survive situation, and what good are you to her dead? Yeah. That's just me. What? If he already thinks she's dead, then what's the point? I don't know. He doesn't seem to already think she's dead. Yeah, he's going pretty hard. He goes in to find her, and she was shot by the culprit. But now she's not there, so you assume she went back to the real world. Yeah. And oh, uh, but there's blood stains. Anywhere? Yeah. Oh, he read in the comic. He read that she had been shot. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> we're, we're connecting the dots. He has nothing left to live for. She was shot, so he drives head on. <laughs> re-explaining, she he drives head on, and then is he manages to kill the culprit people. That's what happened. This comment section on this episode is going to be real rough. I know. It, when when people finally decide to comment, <laughs> when we get there. It will be. Just don't worry about it. Just keep listening. We'll remember everything we've forgotten. Yep, it's fine. It's We're fine. on this journey together. <laughs> and by together, I mean M and I and you guys are helpless Fringy onlookers. At, at how little we remember the episode. So thanks for listening. You guys are the best. So yeah, um, and then he goes to see if her body's there, and she's disappeared back into the real world. And uh, so he goes back into the real world, mm-hmm. and he is, like, inconsolable, understandably. Yeah. And she was found and hospitalized. Yeah, just in time. Which is- I guess not really. Yeah. I guess she technically dies. Yeah. Future uh, spoiler. Once again. <laughs> once again, she does die. She does die, and uh, but she's alive at this point, and she is hospitalized. And then there's the moment he finds her, and I like they're in a hallway that apparently they're treating her in this area that he is able to waltz into. Yeah. And it is an intense scene. Oh my god. Oh, it's so sad it was so hard because she is not she does not seem to be making it and he is not handling it well and then also move finds out I think that's when he gets his face back and he goes back and he I, I guess he remembers it apparently like he remembers seeing it but then he reads it and he is also inconsolable yeah understandably once again close but the son that he has and never deserved his his little subong takes him to the hospital he helps him hold it together and they find out that king chul showed up and they're supposed to be waiting in the other room together and it doesn't look good mm Ju oh yunju's technically still alive at this point yeah But it's like, things are dark now. We've reached the dark zone. And I think when they walk in to see her, she isn't actually there. Yeah, now she's gone. And uh, King Chol explains it, uh, why she's gone. Because the only place he can keep her alive is the comic book. And he says if she does die there, then they can draw it so that she comes back to life. Yeah, they can fix it. So he puts her in his hotel that he kept reserved under like the company's name after he was supposed to be dead. Yeah, I don't know. Thanks, Do Yoon. Once again, I feel like Su Bong and Do Yoon are competing for world's best employee. (laughs) Like (laughs) they're they're going above and beyond. Amazingly so, because Do Yoon is essentially the watcher of Yeonju's dead body. Yeah, because she dies. She's dead now, but in the hotel. But he's not supposed to do anything with her? Yep, she's, oh just, she's just way dead. In there. And I don't really, I guess, like, comic book world, she's not decomposing, or maybe she's on some kind of, like, life support. And... I don't know. He's cool with it. Mm-hmm. And Subang is consoling Oh Song Mu. Who is so sad, yeah, and mad dog's confusion over this whole situation is artful, but understandable, like I mean it obviously you're a little angry with him because he never seems to know what to say to people who are grieving, but yeah, or I guess well, he didn't like, know, like, yeah, like part of he's like he didn't know that Oyunju actually died in real life, so obviously he would mention it, but not obviously he would mention it, because why are you talking about a comic book to a man who is in a hospital? Right, like, let him rest. Yeah. That is- Ask him how he's feeling. It's just not the time. No. It's not the time to... Fangirl. Yeah. All up in there. But I think it's at that point that he has the comical scene where he talks about his mean online comments. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love that. And he feels so bad about it. I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I am the reason he's in the hospital. And Uh everyone's like, you give yourself a lot of credit. Yeah. (laughs) You think you're a lot more than you are. But thanks, Mad Dog. And Osung-mu goes to the roof of the hospital to jump and has a real long, real nice moment with his new son-in-law. Yeah, which is like, I mean, kind of thank God, because I don't really know, I guess, like, the mentality behind it, because I've never been there. But I kind of was like, no, why have you not thought about saving her? Like, what yeah. is wrong with you? Why are you quitting? Yeah. Like, you, of all people, should be the person who's ready to go to the end of the world to save Yeonju, and you're just like, I guess it's time for me to go. Right. No. Again, Raquel has not shot her daughter. Her daughter is safe. My daughter, <laughs> my once again non existent <laughs> daughter, is really safe. I fine at home. I'm trying too hard to empathize with these people, obviously. So we just don't know what mindset he's in. Because he, he ha- says he remembers being the culprit and shooting Oyunju. Oh so apparently he was seeing everything. He so just he was, was not faceless. in control of anything. Yeah. So when he was faceless, he was kind of living as the culprit. So he has both these sets of memories, and they're very conflicting to him, and that's why he tries to commit suicide. So King Chul's like, Snap out of it, son. Keep it together. Keep it together. People are starting to notice you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So he takes him aside and gives him a long conversation about what the plan is. And it's a good plan. Yeah, it's a way good plan. And I appreciate his never-give-up, come-from-behind-victory attitude. Yeah! We were saying in the first episode how we can't remember exactly how it plays into it, and... Now we're here. Every episode, <laughs> it plays back into it. We made it. We're finally reconnecting <laughs> with very, very obvious plot points. Yeah, that they tie back in every single episode and we completely forgot about. So that come from behind victory to save Oh Yun Here he is. So cool. Yeah. And then uh, here's where I wrote about fashion. For once, I I stopped and <laughs> took a minute to write that he was wearing a really nice jacket. Of course, King Troll always has time for fashion. Always, his wife is yeah. dead, and he's <laughs> like, "But have you seen my jacket?" Because I went shopping. It's super nice. It's so nice. It's like this square, kind of military cut. Yeah. But it's, oh, it's sharp. You'll know the one. He looks really, really good. He does not look like a grieving family member. No, when he exits the hospital and he's talking to Subong, you'll see it then. And Subong's wearing my favorite outfit. Yeah. Only because it's one that I would totally wear. (laughs) (laughs) That is this Giant oversized pink shirt and um, camo. Yep. Camo pants. <laughs> those camo, the colors of our country. <laughs> Reminds camo. us of home. <laughs> it's a beautiful outfit. And sometimes the pants are capris and sometimes they're full length pants. They're just real nice. And then, yeah, those America Crocs. Yep. <laughs> beautiful. So Beautiful. And he's standing next to King Joe in an actually beautiful outfit. Yeah, in like a legitimately like fashionable, <laughs> well thought out outfit. So they both look dang good. <laughs> it would be very hard to stand next to King Joe, I think. It would That's just fair. I feel like it could destroy the best of us. Mm-hmm. Subang, Subang yeah. does his best. He does his best. And I think that's the first time that Subong chews out Mad Dog. Yeah, he's like done with him. He's so done with Mad Dog stepping on toes and asking about the comic book when it's not appropriate. And technically, like, he just lost someone he considered a sister, essentially, and yeah. so he's he can't anymore. And snaps at him. And and it's it's so funny. Really good to see. It's such an interesting character dynamic because usually Subong is fairly meek, I'd say, Mm -hmm. like and then all of a sudden he's put in this situation with this guy, he just can't he can't listen to him anymore and he snaps so hard and it's it's hilarious. He does a good job. It's very rewarding. When he snaps, he snaps hard. That's true. He's loud and proud. And yep. then King Chul carries also moved back to his room, and it's a cute father son moment for them. Yeah, like a piggyback ride. Yeah, he piggybacks him back to the room. It's so cute. And then I think King Chul goes back into the comic. Yeah, and the real villain starts to emerge because the culprit is dead. Yeah, and dead and dead. Uh, but they have a habit of creating their own villains. Like, they all just keep on somehow, like, ending up in these situations where something they do causes another villain to gain power. So, uh... Han Ho? Yeah. Yep. Yep. The Assemblyman. He gets a hold of the tablet copy. Yeah! And King Chou goes into his office to steal it yep. and gets tricked and it's the worst scene in the whole show. It's way hard. Um. Also... I guess, uh, there's that scene where Han Chou Ho, uh, where he is playing around with the tablet and, like, making a bunch it, of guns? Yeah. The American dream just <laughs> generating guns. She's guns on guns on guns. And suddenly he is, has more guns than Kang Chou ever did. Right? By some miracle. And he puts them down and does it again. And it's like, alright. Chill with all these guns. So he kind of figures out how to use the tablet. He doesn't know what it is or so why it is, but figures out how to use it. And then he does, and he traps King Chul, and then he tortures him forever. Oh my God, that's like half the episode, where we're just watching this King, King Chul, this beautiful angel, be tortured. Yeah, that's a lot. It's really long and sad, and he. Doesn't give up, which is so cool and so King troll, and he never gives away any secrets or anything. But he, fortunately, is able to trick Han Chul Ho eventually to take the tablet to the hospital and give it to Moo. Yep. And then uh, the real hero emerges when Su Bang... Su takes the freaking lead. Yeah. He's like, all right, here we go. We're ready to do some things. And it's like the real hero emerges, and King Troll is a genius because he managed I'm, that situation yeah. well. I don't know how he came up with all that stuff. He's just so smart. Yeah. And Subong tackles Hancho Ho and gets the tablet, and he and Osung Moo together get the tablet back in the right hands. And it's really cool, and it's all thanks nice to Subong. And then you see uh Donyu, or Do-Yoon and he walks into the bedroom and guess who's awake? Oh, yeah! What? He oh, had- so does it! You bring this daughter back to life! Dad of the year, uh, finally achieved! Finally! After the whole... Like, we're, we're at the end for sure and he's finally made it to a point where he's using his skills in a way that actually benefits his daughter. Finally. So good. Good job, buddy. I mean, I assume maybe he used his money to put her through medical school, but... Probably? That's wishful thinking. I mean, that's there's no part. proof. He did say that one time he wanted to set up a clinic for her so that she could have her own practice. Yeah, it was like, that was oh, really cute. That's sweet. That's sweet. But you've, you've got the money, so... Yeah. And you haven't done it already. I feel like you're not trying. <laughs> I just have to take away any points that we give him in the father department yeah. immediately. We aren't. I mean, I just don't feel very forgiving of him. It takes me a long time to feel anything for him. Yeah. I do not care for that man. Mm-mm. But he saves her. Good job. Congratulations. True artist. Being a dad. And she wakes up and goes um outside to wait for King Joe. And then everything is so confusing. Like, really well done, confusing though. I think, I don't know. You just feel it because she's confused. I'm confused. Yeah. What is happening? We're all waiting. We want that reunion. She wants that reunion. Yeah. And, uh, oh, she runs into Sohui. Yeah bananas yeah and then like so he comes back out i guess and is like is that when she comes out and then yonju is like what is happening i think that's when pretty much everyone sees the to be continued oh yeah 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 the comic so that chapter ends ends. and then we hop up into the final chapter yeah right and 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 that's episode 15 and that's where everyone is pulled in Yes. So everyone's yeah. in the comic book now. Yes. Oh Yunju, Kang and Oh Sungmu. Okay, are all in the comic now. And she has to start doing some investigative work because she don't know what's happening. No, and that's She's when been you dead. Yeah. And that's when you find out that time has passed once again. Yeah. She like walks out of the hotel and runs into So Hui and I don't think So Hui really talks to her. I think she kinda ignores her. And so Oyunju follows her into the hotel and asks the front desk what year or like what date it is. Right. Finds out a year has passed. And then she runs into Sohui again and she's like, Hey, what's happening? What's going on? I'm in your lost. Life? Everyone's lost. Yeah. And Sohui clears it up for all of us like the beautiful angel that she is mm-hmm. in <clears throat> her beautiful green outfit. Oh my god. Everything she does is overwhelmingly perfect. Yeah. Her fashion. If you had to choose one character's fashion to live for the rest of your life. It'd be hard to choose between Do yoon and So Hui. Yep. But I'd probably have to pick So Hui. Same, same. Her. I don't know if I could pull it off, but I'd do it. You could pull it off. That's why <laughs> Do yoon is in the is between the two because I feel like I could pull off his fashion. Yeah, because it, it's just so basic. Mm-hmm. It's just he's got those essentials. Yep. Every. I guess also Subong. Subong is more of my fashion. The animal. cash. That high cash. <laughs> Uh (laughs) That high-cash fashion. (laughs) I think it's those American crocs that throw me off. I think where I'm at is probably, like, Yunju on a casual day. That's fair. Because, like... Is it this episode that she wears your favorite outfit? Yes, it is. She wears it after she finds out what's happening, and she heads on over to the court where... King Troll has been on trial and has already been found guilty and condemned to death. Real but dark. he's appealing it. He's in the process. Yeah. Because uh, it's been a year. And so... He's just been sitting in prison waiting for Ohyeon Ju. Has had no idea if she's okay. If she... I'm... I feel like Yun probably told her she woke up, but he... Then she went missing. Yeah, so he was like, I don't know, buddy. I guess I'll just watch you. I'll be here for you. Yeah. Best employee ever. Oh my god, the best employee. And she walks into that courtroom wearing the most beautiful outfit. Mm -hmm. It should not be, like, it's such an interesting combination of colors and seasons. And the pattern's really odd. And I love all of it. Yeah. I want the boots. I want the beautiful skirt. I want the sweater with yeah. the interesting color combination. Mm-hmm. I'll take it all, please. Yes. And you can tell a year has passed because Jooyeon has a part in his hair now, <laughs> and he has a dad haircut. He has a dad haircut, and I still love him, but I'm a little sad because <laughs> he has to keep that to show that time has passed. Yep. Nothing else can represent that. And he shouts her name. She comes into. <laughs> courtroom and it's in the middle with the judge talking and it's kind of like you're about to get everyone ejected yeah you guys can't stay anymore yep maybe calm down maybe the children need to go out into the hallway <laughs> sorry do you It's a very inappropriate reaction yeah like i guess i understand because it's i mean shocking very shocking but not appropriate when not. the judge is in the middle of saying your appeals was denied and you're gonna die, yeah. And finally, finally, Yeonju reacts to King Chul how I just always wish she would have reacted. Mm. Where like she's kind of done with his BS, like he's trying to make jokes about like getting older and stuff, and she's like, You're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> Why didn't you tell him this from the get-go? Yeah, he's never funny. That's always his humor. It's to make you uncomfortable. Oh, and they find out that they can't leave the comic book. Because it's the final chapter. Yeah, and then we find out maybe, arguably, the most convoluted plot point yet. Which is that her father is a murderer. Because he looks like one. And now he's insane. Yeah. Like, he, he he wasn't a murderer, but, like, he looks like the guy who was a murderer, so now he's a murderer, because he murders people, and he's out of his mind. And he spent a year in a loony bin. Yeah. That's a nice place to put him, because they could have probably just put him in prison. Yeah, for being uh, he a murderer. He's real crazy. Mm-hmm. He's real messed up. Like, half the time he shouts about wanting to kill Yeonju, and half the time he... Is sad and... Misses her. Yeah. And needs to know if she's alive or not. And doesn't know what his life has come to. So it's really pathetic. It's a lot. It's a lot. But, I don't know, it's not... It's not super convoluted in that it's, like, since he gave the culprit his face, he gave him part of himself. And now he has the culprit's memories. And that's that's what's messing him up. So I think yeah. it's well put together. I guess it is convoluted, but it's well put together. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just it's, it's you gotta get a grasp on it. You gotta take a minute. Yeah. So it's that's what he's been doing, and then I think Kang Chul escapes from jail. Oh yeah, uh, cause first, uh, Mu... Oh yeah. He. He escapes from, not jail. From the crazy house. (laughs) His padded room. (laughs) (laughs) By murdering. Yeah, he murders someone. And then he escapes. And then he lets someone who's been convicted of murdering someone go. And (sighs) then they all end up in the house. And he's got to be chained down because... Because he crazy. He's out of his mind. Um, I think he ties himself up and King Chul finds him. Yeah, and, and then... he's like, who tied you up? And he's like, me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How? <laughs> How do you do that without being able to untie yourself? He is quite the boy scout. Yeah, he did well. I couldn't even see the end of the rope. I don't know no. where it was. He weaved those ends like a master. Yeah tied himself up, and Kang-chul's the first to find him. So he ties him up a little better, ties him up on the bed where he can be comfortable, and goes and picks up ohyeon Ju to take back to her dad's house. Okay, I just need a second to talk about King chuls stupid shirt. Sorry we can't get off fashion. These last four episodes are chock full of it. It's constant. Usually they wear the same shirt. For like three episodes straight. Yeah, so this is new for us. And it's it's amazing, so we just want to talk about it. But King Chul's shirt is horrible. Oh. sorry. The fashion is amazing. The King Chul's current shirt in this scene is so bad. It's so bad. Uh, it was this the Frankenstein? Yeah, shirt? this is uh, the Frankenstein shirt. Good Lord. That's got I don't know. It's all tied together in weird places, and for some reason, like if it didn't have the ties, it would look like a green shirt. Yeah. But, for some reason, it's like all tied up, yeah, sewn together, looks like the pieces of a million different green shirts. yeah, I don't get it i oh, I don't understand high fashion,, Mm-mm, I'm not there, I don't know if I ever will be no, I like not to I, that extent, I want to be fashionable, I do, but i I guess I just this is where I'm at, making yeah. fun of high fashion, I like to. Condemn things I don't understand. I guess that's where we're at. <laughs> Sorry. If you liked his shirt, let us know. Yeah. Tell us I we're wrong. It. Yeah. Um. And then she changes, too. Oh, no! <laughs> oh. The Canadian tuxedo is back. It's bad. it's worse than ever. It's as bad as it's ever been. Oh! At least in the past it was a beautiful Canadian tuxedo but now it's jeans on jeans. Now it's... In a terrible way. (laughs) The worst. Oh, her outfit. She wears it for so long. Yep, I think for the rest of this episode and into the next she wears the Canadian tuxedo because they can't let that go. No. She... Oh. You'll, I believe, you'll know it when you see you'll it. You'll see it and you will be a little sad because it's the Canadian Tuxedo's grandmother. Oh. <laughs> I hate it. It's, ugh. Ugh. it's too much. At least they deserve each other in those terrible outfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the worst one. And I think King Chol talks to Mu alone for a while. Surprisingly tender moments. Yeah, but it's really sad, Yeah, Ah Sung Moo finally figures out the riddle that they can't both live. Now that Ah Sung Moo is the culprit, and he's living two lives, he, he's, as the antagonist, cannot live alongside the protagonist. Either he has to die, or King Cho has to die, but Yeon cannot have both her husband and her father. But she does not think that. Oh, I just get so grumpy at this moment. So frustrated. Yeah, like, we would all be her. Like, we'd all want to have a perfectly happy ending. But when given the choice, she's like, I "I choose choose, both. Yeah, I choose neither of those things. Yeah. I choose my favorite thing. It's like, well, that wasn't on the table. And it ruins everything. Yep. That's why you get so frustrated. Yeah, because she can't just let it go. And, and you, yeah, it's that thing where we, Raquel pointed out, everyone is like that. If you were like, you have to choose between your dad and the love of your life. I'm like, um, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, it's an impossible you. choice. It really is. Yeah, but she decides not to decide. and Or even talk about it. It's not even like a discussion. It's not like, uh, we'll see what we can do or like a i've got a plan it's just both okay back it up buttercup what are you gonna do (laughs) what are you gonna do to make that happen and that's and then they board up the house and that's almost where it ends but then it has this really cool scene of mad dog sitting down to read the comic maybe that's why we can't get off the reader thing Like, the reader reading the comic perspective. Because Mad Dog pops back in and we're reminded of him (laughs) him and what everybody else thinks. And his fandom. We just love Mad Dog too much to let go of reader perspective. Yep. So he tunes in to read the final chapter. Yeah. And that is such a cool way to end it because it gets you so hyped for the final episode. Because you finally... They've said it's the final chapter, but you finally... Kind of get into it and realize how dire it is. Yeah. The police are surrounding the house and the oh, three of and them. They're breaking my heart. We totally skipped over the fact that Do Yoon is currently being tortured. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was so hard because he's been nothing but good and pure and helpful and doing his job. Mm-hmm. Good friend. Best friend. Till the end. Yep. To the point that, like, I think he doesn't even give up the information they want until he's been drugged. Mm, like, yeah. With, like, a truth serum. <laughs> yeah, like, he just l- literally can't. Truth see- It's a comic book, so we'll so let why that not? slide. Why yeah. Not? <clears throat> but, yeah, so Oyanju oh decides that she doesn't want to pick any ending and that King Cho can go back to prison and she can just visit him for the rest of his life and her dad can go. To probably prison as well. Everyone can go to prison. Except Yeonju. Except she's fine. Yon-Joo. She's fine. And Do Yoon can just die, I guess. And that's her happy ending. That's her choice. That's her choice. It's the best one. Because then nobody dies except Do <laughs> Except Do Yoon. She doesn't care even though he's helped her. Like constantly. Every and I just episode. feel like she's never thanked him, is all I'm saying. Not enough. There's just never been enough thank yous. There's never been enough you know who's cool? Do-Yoon. Yeah, no. There's none of that. That's that's the nice thing about Kang-Chul and Do-Yoon's relationship is there's a lot of that. There's a lot of give and take back yeah. and forth until Kang-Chul brings a wife into the picture and then he's like, you can also have our best friendship with her. And she's like, no thanks. And Do-Yoon's like, I got it. I'll cover it. We good. I'll do all the friendship part, and you do the damsel in distress part. And that's their relationship, and it's really dumb. Yeah, and you feel bad for him. And you feel especially bad for him as he's being tortured. And OEMG's like, what if I don't make a decision? And you just go get your friend? Do you want to just go get your friend, and then we'll worry about it later? And then... There's just, like, this really underwhelming I love you moment in the car. That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember where they're going. The, I They're going to, like, a hotel or something because the house, somehow, they got out of the oh, police-surrounded yeah. home with no windows or doors, and they slipped past the police with her crippled, tied-up father. And got in a car that they drew somewhere that they could escape. Yeah. I... It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. So they go to a hotel. Yeah. And on the way he's finally like I think there's so many reasons it's underwhelming but maybe the top wrong reason is that it takes him until the last episode and it should be like a suspenseful moment but also he found out he just found out that if he if she doesn't choose to save him, like he gave her the choice Right. And so it's a little bit like, are you saying I love you because you want to live? Because you want to win? You want to be the chosen one that You wants to live? You want to come from behind? <laughs> Victory? Yeah, it's. but it's also in a car and he's barely looking at her. And, and she just stares at him. Yeah, she's in the back seat, he's in the front seat. It's a very weird I love you. Yeah. It was a long time coming, and they did it at the least romantic moment. Yep, they picked a really, really tense, sad moment for this to happen. And that's the I love you that we've all been waiting for. I hope that other people were less underwhelmed. I hope someone was like, wow, what a good moment to say that. (laughs) I really do. I hope someone in the world was happy with that, but I hated it. Uh, yeah, because maybe it was like a Star Wars, like "I love you." I know. Yeah, for all we know, but could have been like a really cool moment. Yeah, I don't. Something like that we've it. discussed at length is that here in America, anything that's not said doesn't exist. It's so low mm. context, high verbal. And yeah. so, like, for all we know, that was a beautifully high-charged moment, but we can't read that. <laughs> we only hear the words, I love you, and see this Becant. weird, awkward silence. Yeah, vacant stare, Yeah. devoid moment. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get to the hotel, and King Chul ties up Sung Mu and heads out. I just wrote at that point, Ooyunju oh is ruining everything. <laughs> that's she that's a big portion of this episode. She ruins everything. And then King Chol does his part in ruining everything and walks in to a room he was tortured in, just assuming he had the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, he gets shot. He has a plan, but it does not go well. Yeah so yeah he gets shot and fights his way out yeah but he's he's not doing great and i even think like do yun is rescued goes out with the bodyguards and then like halfway to the hospital is like wait where's king Chol? did you guys leave him (laughs) did i have three security guards like walk me out and nobody walked in with King Chul, no one? and they're like, Oh, we didn't we didn't think that far. We thought he was just gonna talk. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> oh my god. So Do Yoon once again has to hold all of the shit together while he, like bleeding. Just bleeding out on and the back seat. Probably drugged because he was recently drugged. Yeah. And tortured. And he's like, Well turn the car around. I guess we're going back. And they arrive just in time to see King Chul climbing into his car and driving away. So they assume everything's fine, I guess. Cause I then don't know. it's weird because they don't follow him. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, look, it's body more bodyguards trying to chase after King Troll. We better stop them." I guess that's true. That Which is a fair. Idea. Like they last thing he needed was like some hangers on. Yeah, but it's just a weird where immediately there's a lot of phone calls being like, so where's Kangchul? I I don't know. know. I thought you had him. (laughs) Like, you could have followed him. I don't know. Do Yoon couldn't have. He should go to the hospital. He should already be there. One of Kangchul's other million guards who he hired. And pays. I assume continues to pay because they keep showing up. Yeah. I'm like, I wouldn't say this, except that they're still around. Like, I know he's dead and that he shouldn't have bodyguards, but they're still popping up in his biz, so yeah. could you follow him? And so, finally, Do-Yoon coordinates everything and uh, has someone watching the hotel where Seong mu is. Yeah, that's and, coordination. Yeah. And then he is looking for King Chol, and Oyan Do finds King Chol and cheats on the phone and it's this part i ha so I haven't seen the movie drive, but I assume this is it <laughs> <laughs> with Tom Hardy. I've heard it's great. someone watch it, let me know. Give me a quick synopsis, yeah, just let me know if you liked it. I'll give it a watch um but no, I like there's just this really long drive scene. And everyone's panicking. And then she finally finds him. But Parks on the other side of the street. It, like, for some reason, U-turns on, like, eight-lane sh- roads were a thing up until now. And also, the street was empty up until now. Yeah, Kingshell's sitting there with, like, one car drives by. And suddenly, when she has to cross the street, it is impossible. Yeah. Oh, something I will say as we, uh continually back, everything they do. There is one <laughs> moment that was like so heartbreaking that I just felt it in mm. my soul and it's the moment he says hurry up and come because I miss you. Oh. Ouch. Oh it's so sad. Well done. Well done. That's, that's way better than I love you. So much better than I love you. It was such a good moment and like like, good being an interesting term, it's a right. sad moment, but right. it's just so heavy and yeah. important that he say something and he does. And I swear to God, that entire line hit me so hard that whatever I felt during the rest of the K-drama was nullified. Because that was beautiful, true love. Yep. So good. So sweet. Oh, So she doesn't make it. And King Jill dies. Yeah, she can't cross the street in time. She's trying to play Frogger, but it is. Not working out. No. She finally gets desperate and just makes a run for it and has to stop before she's hit by a truck. And then he's gone. And then she's gone. And. She's transported back to the real world. I think once again, like, she is in a place and Subong has to go and get her. Mm. Right? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Typical. I think she just sits at the bus stop for a while. Oh, yeah. And then I all I know is that once again someone ends up in the hospital with an IV in that they tear out and if we had one listener for every IV they have torn out of their oh. arms we would be s- fine. Yeah, we'd be reasonably popular podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Allianju because I think she goes to the hospital for crying again. Yeah. Because it's Subong. Son of the year runs around to like the hotel trying to find and the mental institution yeah trying to find Oh moon because he assumes that he came out of the comic book at the end of at the final tra- at the end of the final chapter as well. Yeah. And so he's like okay where did he come out? Yeah. So he's running around town trying to find him and it's really cute and I think that's when he yells at Mad Dog again? Yeah, cuz Mad Dog like has a surprisingly like touchy-feely moment when he goes to see her mm-hmm. and you think his time of saying ignorant, rude things about the comic book is finally over cuz he like gives her a Burberry handkerchief, the most beautiful handkerchief <laughs> and it's just kind of like it. It okay. Don't be cry. Super worried about her in his own way. Uh-huh. Then he immediately turns around and says something mega insensitive to Subong, and Subong is loses his mind. Done. It is over for yeah. Subong. He is had enough mm-hmm. of Mad Dog. And I think that's the point when Mad Dog says, "Oh." That guy's like a mad dog. (laughs) It's such a good line. It's such a good ending to his character. Uh, And you never see him again, but it was the best way to go. So good. Oh, and then uh, in the end, it's like the... Sort of like the final scene. It's kind of the end for Su Bong, I think. Um, Mm. He is narrating the life of King Chol, And we're all under the uh, assumption that King Chol died. And it is emotional and it is a good final scene when he just talks about everything he went through and in the end it was all worth it because he was doing everything for the person he loved. Like he lived a life of love after everything that he went through. And I was like, they're bringing it. They're bringing it this last episode. Waterworks. Yep. They are bringing the drama to K dramas. Yeah, and they are doing such a good job. Oh, it's so good. And it was such a like awesome way to have it as well with Subong narrating the, his life. Yeah, and then Subong also reveals to us that King Chol, his death wasn't what ended the comic. He's not dead at all. It's like a weird, like he says the antagonists. Deaths are what ended the comic. Yeah. But you, it was edited out for the readers, so for some reason the readers didn't get to see the antagonists dying, but that's still what ended the comic. Right. So since it ended before King Cho died, he had the chance to get rescued. And it's so good! It's so good! <sighs> oh, and it's roller coaster. I know. They put us on there, and they, it, there were those ups and downs. Mm hmm. Kind of hold it together. Oh, but it does show that really long scene of Oh Sung-mu on the phone with Han Shul-ho and oh, forcing my him to suicide. The darkest Ooh. thing I have ever seen Yeah, in any K-drama. That's wrapping it up with like how they started the show with murdering children and showing that. And you're like, oh, okay. I I forgot this show was super, so dark. Yeah. Like, just pulling no punches, dark. Yeah. They brought it back right at the end. And, but the readers didn't get to see it, which is, I guess, lucky for them. Yeah, because it's super messed up. Yeah. I don't know if I wanted to see it. And then it shows, (laughs) after doing that, Osung-mu goes to the intersection where... Oh Yunju is saying, or not saying goodbye to King Chul. She's trying to get to Kang Chul, trying to rescue him. Yeah, and try and play Frogger. <laughs> try
1: yeah, and play Frogger. That's the moment. Bring but it's it back there. that
0: um, where he is aware that either he or Kang Chul has to die or disappear, and he's decided that it's going to be him, and it's, oh. I think the first time I watched it, that's the only part of this episode that I cried at. Which is surprising because there's a lot of too. opportunities. I think that's when I teared up as well. Like, like it, you've been on this roller coaster, so it's almost like you think, "All right, well, they haven't gotten me yet, so I'm probably okay." Uh-huh. I think I just dropped my guard or something because I teared up as well because it's so that sad. father-daughter moment. Yeah, and she has no clue, and she has no clue, and it's such a self-sacrifice, like this way to end this character that at least Raquel and I have never really loved. And all of a sudden in that moment, like, that is the moment I feel something for him and I think you really are a dad. Like, you are her father. Yeah. it's so sweet and so sad. And after that, um, King Chol is picked up And he is taken to the hospital, but later the prison. I don't remember. I remember he just goes to prison again. Right. And stays there because he's trying to, like, round out the end of the comic book. Like, he's not trying to jar anything else out of place. And he can't. It's still the final chapter for some reason, so he can't escape. Yeah. But also, his murder charges were all dropped. So he's got. He's still got some offenses. I can't yeah. remember what they were. And I can't either, but I do know, I think didn't Song Mu, isn't he the one who, like, cleared m- up all the stuff? Yeah, he was like, oh, it was actually all this guy. Yeah, he pins a lot of the stuff on Han ho and... And sets it all up, writes a note for after his death. Yeah, that's really touching. So touching, it's so beautiful. In fact, there's this line in it, uh, and Doyun smuggles this into prison for King Joel. Uh. No, I'm pretty sure at least in like American prisons, I'm pretty sure you can still get mail. <laughs> like it's definitely restricted, I guess, and it would be a little weird like if you're reading over this and you like you're a prison mediator guard. Yeah. Or I don't something. Know. I don't know who anyway, mail. it would be weird to like read over it and be like, What do you mean dead? What do you mean I'm disappearing? What do you mean? Like, it would just be a really weird note yeah. to read. So maybe that's the issue. Like, they have to smuggle it in because no it one's gonna. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. The line in it says, You go be a human, I will remain a comic book character. It's like, oh, wow. So sad. So sad. And it's so meaningful to, like, the whole plot. Yeah. It ties it up so well. Like, the end of one character and the birth of another as a human. And yeah. This, like, comic book character that had somehow control over his own world and it's like, oh that's good that's way good that's good stuff that's some good k dramaing right there oh so clean such a clean ending but um king chul has to stay in prison for like two years until he's released back into the real world and he's at this point three years older than oh yonju which is fine yeah. You can't tell. He doesn't have a dad part in his hair, so yeah. there's no. Has time even different. passed? And there's not a dad part in someone's hair? <laughs> we need to see Do Yoon. What does he look like? Is he bald now tell, from old age? Tell us more. Tell, tell us time in Do Yoon's <laughs> hairstyle. Yeah. He's the only one that changes. But King Jo gets back to the real world oh. and has his happy ending together with Yoon it's beautiful. So beautiful. It's so lovely. She's obviously shattered. She's been through too much. I think she broke at yeah. some point. But like. She did it. Yeah. I mean, she shattered, but he had to go to prison for like three years. So. And she didn't even know. Yeah. So I, I feel like he was the stronger one of the of the two. Yeah. But it was. It was a happy ending. So Yay. cute. They got the happy ending they always wanted. Yay. It was such a good show. Yeah, that's a oh, that's a wicked show. That's a wicked K drama. Yep. I hope you guys really liked it. I do too. Especially like, I don't know. We are so critical. Yeah, but that's the fun part, right? It is. It's such a good time. Help us. Help us be critical. Maybe you have your own moments that you would like to make a like solid joke about because <laughs> we could always recycle your humor in our humor no i'm just kidding we'll give you credit if you guys like let us know what what you thought of the show yeah like you guys are way too harsh on these poor K dramas. or if you're like yeah for real i have something else to add yeah i would love to hear more of what people think i i think in the long run i guess like my ideal if we ever actually have people that are talking to us about it about this like if we have successfully started this discussion we want to have about K dramas. it would be really cool to do like a wrap-up episode where we kind of talk about what you guys thought yeah that would be so cool like if you guys have thoughts that's it would be so cool i can't even describe to you how much i just want to hear them to hear them all all of them Either on iTunes or plank.com or playonkpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear through any of those. Like, seriously, any of them. Anything. Just throw it out into the abyss. Someday we'll probably turn comments on on our uh, podcast episodes. Maybe you are currently listening to this and there's a comment section beneath that audio box and we have... We have comments on them. Yeah. So do it. Let us know. Maybe someday we'll get a Facebook. Right now we just have a Twitter. Yeah. So you can tweet at us. Yeah, tweet at us. Our handle is at PlayOnK. Yeah, it's either PlayOnK or Play on K Podcast. <sighs> we'll clear that up someday. Someday we'll it's memorize it. definitely on the website, though. So, like, clicky-click that button and head on over to our Twitter. Yeah. And right now, like, nobody's tweeting at us, so, like, if you do, you'll be our best friend. Oh, man. We will respond. We will respond, and you will be part of our family. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to come to Thanksgiving? Welcome to our family. Come on home. Come on home, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we'll probably just do a short episode after this where we talk about what we're going to do next and our feelings, and tune in pretty soon for that. Yeah. But thanks for listening and thanks for finishing W with us. Yeah. It has been a lot of fun. We can't wait to start something new, for sure, but it's been a lot of fun. Uh, right now, I think we've got plans to do Oh My Ghostess. Oh My Ghostess. The drama, I know you can find it on Viki. Yeah. If you have a Vicky pass, head on over, watch the first probably four episodes just to be safe. Just to be safe. Just watch that and if we don't do it next sorry yeah but, but just let us know if it's good if you watch it yeah i it has a good rating and uh yeah and it's a really silly concept so we might get into that and coming up here soon uh if you're listening to this like we would love to start doing things that you guys want to watch and hear about so if you decide to do something else like if you want to watch th- something else tweet at us Send us an email. Let us know what you want to watch. Cause yeah, because we wanna we'll watch it too. Yeah, we'll all watch it together. Like like the family, we will be <laughs> we will be at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, bye. Bye. No, uh, no sorry. I, I panicked and said bye. <laughs> <laughs> I pressured you into it because I said the weird bye. Uh, before we go, uh, there is something I wanna say. Uh as you have probably heard, we have a theme song. And that theme song is My Favorite Thing. It's beautiful. I love it so much. I hope that other people enjoy it as much as us and our families enjoy it. Emily's husband gets it stuck in his head to this day. All the time. It's our favorite thing in the world when people start humming that. Yeah. Um, the song is actually done by my really, really good friend. His name is James Hevel. And he is a talent and a god among men. And we love him. James Hevel. James Hevel. Check him out. I think he'll be a big name someday. And I'm name dropping the shit out of him right now. Yeah. Okay. Now we can say our bye. Bye. Bye.